Come on. Welcome to Life Club. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Brant Pasalakwa. Brant, are you ready to do this? I am ready. Nice to be here, George. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. Brant is the creator of Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy. He's working to help people deal with living in our new normal. Brant, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Uh, sure. Well, uh, I'm I'm a normal-ish person uh, living in Western Massachusetts with a family. Um, you know, I'm deeply invested in yoga, as you might guess from the title. Um, but I'm a yoga therapist, which means I work with people uh, and train people to work with people uh, for pathologies, conditions, whether it's physical problems, mental health problems, um, trauma, et cetera. So that's what we do over here. Um, and like everybody who, not everybody, but 99% of people who do what I do, um, I got here from, you know, having a challenge in my life that led me to, you know, using this stuff. And now I share it with others and I've been doing that for about 20 years. Nice. Well, what was the challenge? Um, <laughs> uh, well, for me, uh, I had a lot of challenges, but, uh, you know, I had a big challenge, which was a health challenge when I was about 30, I'm 50, um, where I got an autoimmune disease that didn't have a cure. So I ended up dying in the hospital basically. Um, that was right before 9-11. So I, I got out of the hospital on, on September 10th. <laughs> um, so I woke up, I lived in New York. So I woke up the next day to that. So it was a really oh. interesting time. Okay. Um, yeah. But um, so I found yoga that way. Before that, I'd been a musician, which was great. But the not great part was uh, uh, I used a lot of substances and traveled all the time. And had a big anxiety disorder and a lot of stuff for my life I hadn't dealt with. So, uh, and in addition to all that, I was obese. So it wasn't going well. <laughs> you know, they say in uh, Western medicine, they're like, I don't know, this just came out of nowhere. But like looking back, clearly <laughs> there were some <laughs> there were some issues with my lifestyle. Um, so uh, looking for help there, I got into yoga, and um, a particular practice basically saved my life. And then you know, I was hooked. I, I just, you know, I'm kind of an intense guy. So I, I got really, really into it, took every training on the planet and uh, eventually found a yoga therapy teacher, which was not a new thing, but a new thing in this country. There was only two or three people teaching it in the U.S. Um, and so I learned how to apply, you know, yoga skills uh, to different kinds of diseases and mental health conditions. So that's, that's my passion. You know, I got into it that way. And Ever since then, I've been helping people, you know, be better people. I will say just for your audience too, um, part of our, part of what we do as yoga therapists is use the same model to get people to live like sort of optimal lifestyles. So um, I've also worked with a lot of kind of high-performing individuals um, and helping them be more high-performing, <laughs> as I would say. They would probably be more articulate and that's why they're CEOs, but um, <laughs> Uh, we also do that as well. Sometimes we get it. Nice. What, what is the, uh, the, the, the particular type of yoga? So it's not a type of yoga. So yoga therapy is taking yoga techniques, which are like the movement stuff. You always see breath, uh, meditation, chanting, philosophy, um, 
and some other practices most people probably haven't heard of and using those for in a particular way for the person in front of you. So um, you might come in, you're like, I have a lot of anxiety. We're like, here's how you move. Here's how you breathe. Here's how you chat. Somebody else comes in, says, oh, I have lupus. And we say, okay, here's these like restorative techniques and here's how you move and you breathe. Um, so sort of like the way one thing people might be more familiar with maybe is acupuncture or something like that, where they're not going to put the needles in the same place, right? Depending on what's wrong with you. So we don't apply the techniques in the same way. Um, and so it was all theory and like sort of tradition for a long time. And now there's a lot of Western research on this. The government's in on it. The VA is in on it. So uh, it's great. Um, we have a lot of research uh, backing up what we've always known to be true. It's the first time in a long time, Brant, that anybody said the government's in on it and it's great. The government's and it's great. I, <laughs> I mean, they're not so in on I'm it. I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they'll ruin it actually eventually, but right now they occasionally throw a few dollars at research. At this um, point, they're making a monetary commitment to it, which is is absolutely a positive thing. So, right. Perfect. They, so out of our pockets, back to them, and back in our pockets, sort of. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, uh, but but you mentioned that you found yoga, but you found a particular discipline that really got you passionate about it first. Well, I found a practice. So a teacher taught me something called yoga nidra, which is um, a meditation technique. You do lying on your back and it's guided. So um, I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's not what people think of. Like you're not sitting, you know, for 10 days straight on a meditation bench. Um, and the prognosis of my condition was really not good. It's like, oh, well, eventually we'll take out organs. And, you know, it was, it was not going to end well. Um, and I did this practice almost full time for a year because I couldn't really sit up. And it completely changed my health and I've never had a relapse or, um, so that got me really interested. I was like, why would that work? You know, <laughs> yeah. as anyone would, right. Why would, why does this work? And now we know that, you know, the Western part's been great because now we know it changes your brainwave states, changes how your body heals. Uh, it does a lot of things that you can kind of point to, you know, in a, in a way that, you know, we would understand the way we grew up. Yeah, I imagine that 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 makes your job. E Does that make your job easier now that there is, for lack of a better term, some traditional science behind it? Yeah, a little bit. You know, when I get a client, um, you know, when we run a practicum in our school, we get all these clients, and you're, you know, we have people who are yoga people, and we have people who are like truck drivers and whatever, you know, just working people, and they're like why would I do this every day? <laughs> you know, what I have found though, um, even before the science, because in the last 20 years, it's really changed. When I started, there was hardly any. Um, and, you know, what I have found is people are actually willing to try all sorts of things when they're suffering. <laughs> um, so I have never really had a problem getting people mm. to do what was considered weird. Now, uh, I think I just read the stat, 33 million people do yoga in the US, which is like really a lot, you know? Um, but it wasn't always that way, you know? And <laughs> so people would come in, they'd say, oh, can you help me? Um, I started doing a lot of obesity work um, and helping people with that and the things that go with it, diabetes, et cetera, neuropathy. And, um, you know, people had never heard of it. And I had lost a hundred pounds and kept it off. So people were like, yeah, I'll try it. <laughs> I'll do anything. <laughs> I'll do Literally. Anything. Right? Yeah, I'll do anything. Which is, so which is super positive. Um, nice. Okay. Well, uh, if, if there's 
I, I think that sometimes using an example, like like people that that are obese, they say, okay, yeah, I've I've tried diets, I've tried you know working out at at, at X Y Z gym, it's just not working. I'm 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 yo-yoing or whatever the case may be. Um, somebody walks or finds uh, breathing deeply yoga, and yeah, they so, usually yeah. don't just walk right in, but that would be we should have storefronts. It would be great. <laughs> right. But so, 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 so people are searching for, for alternative methods of, of, of overcoming obesity and they, they come across you and you have a consultation with them. What does that typically look like? Yeah. So it's a, t- the first time it's, it's a talk. And, um, the thing about yoga therapy is we're, we're always looking for balance. So two obese people are not the same, right? Like one person, um, is obese, has no idea how to eat you know, has a sedentary lifestyle, all the things you hear, you know, and, and probably think of when you think of obese people, the next person, you know, has like mass, and this is very typical, like massive amounts of trauma in their life. Um, or maybe they have a thyroid problem, or maybe, you know, there's so many reasons you could get there. One person gained three pounds a year for 20 years, and now they're 60 pounds overweight. And another person, you know, was always heavy, and so yoga, like the way we, yoga therapy has always looked at this individuals. We have like methods where we kind of type people, but it's across, you know, it's a whole Ayurvedic method, but we look at people differently. And so way back, you know, Ayurveda people were thinking about genetics basically, but they didn't like obviously know about genetics because they didn't have the instruments, but they were still looking at people as different. So we look at people, we do a huge intake of like, we want to know everything about you and how you got to where you are. Um, and then we set up on the path of getting you to where you need to be. Now, in the case of obesity, of course, there's food, right, and lifestyle stuff involved. But the question yoga therapists always ask themselves is, what's the way I'm going to get this person to permanently change their mind um, in terms of how their brain works so they can sustain whatever changes they make? Because we know, right? I mean, anybody can lose weight. Every obese person has lost 20 pounds. I mean, you know, you just don't eat much for a while and then you can't sustain it. Um, so we're way more concerned with habit change. So that applies to obesity, but that applies to a lot of things, right? Like, how do I, you know, how do I get my mind to work the way I want it to so that, you know, um, eventually I get out of the behaviors that have landed me here, whether that's binge eating, you know, whether that's just not living in the way I need to. And we know now, and I'm sure this will resonate with you and everybody else. Like, you know, for a lot of people, if they don't see light in the morning, which is like, you know, everybody's known this right forever. They just didn't deal with it 2000 years ago. Cause you kind of had to see light in the morning, you know, your brain does all sorts of things. So a yoga therapist might start there and be like, okay, let's get your schedule together. Um, we don't just say like, okay, do five headstands a day. And you're going to lose 50 pounds. Right. So we have a lot of like, nuances to how we work with people in terms of lifestyle to get them to be able to um, actualize on the choices that they make. How can I get this person to permanently change their mind? Yeah, that's, 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 that's kind of the trick, right? Is that is the trick? Yes. It's habit changes is, is, I would say 80% of my work, the rest of it's easy, you know, but, you know, the step-by-step, like, how are you moving forward? And we do it with obesity and I do it, you know, I get people post PT. I mean, all the time I work with people that have been to four PTs and they're not better. Um, And usually I'm, when I'm successful, it's because I start at a smaller place. 
you know, I, I, I dial it way back because I've been doing this long enough to know, you know, that this person has to make change much more incrementally. Um, and so a lot of time my job is to kind of, to pitch that it's like, we're going to go really slow, but in six months, you're going to be totally better. Are you in <laughs> instead of let's try to fix this problem in four weeks, which is what we all want, but it doesn't usually work. No, it doesn't. And so that setting that expectation up front, if they say no, then, then you just, well, okay, well, you're, well, just okay. not, you're not in a position to, to, to probably fix this. Right. Or I can't help you. I mean, I don't know how to fix, you know, your chronic back pain from the last 12 years in three weeks, you know, we don't, that's not the job we do, you know? Um, and to say with mental health conditions, um, you know, we all want to be out of suffering, but obesity is actually another good example. It's like, what if I told you two years from now, you know, your weight and the way you felt about your body and the way you, your, your energy levels and all that would be completely different, you know? And at first people go, no, I want the 30 day solution. <laughs> like I want, I'm like, but you've already read all those books <laughs> and they didn't work, you know? So we take you through a process, you know, it took you 17 years to get obese and we'll unwind it in two. It's a pretty good, you know, it's a good system. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah. And you don't even have to take any pills and you don't have to take any pills. Um, you know, we, we don't, we don't set ourselves up as like anti-medicine or anything, you know, anti-Western medicine. We kind of just, um, people do the yoga therapy and like in mental health conditions, for, for instance, often you see people dialing back like depression and anxiety medication on their own with their doctors. Like we don't even, we don't have much to say about it. Um, but they just start feeling much better and much more stable. And then, you know, like I said, like a year later, they're like, Oh, I'm off my meds. Huh? Amazing. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that, that, that everybody's different. Is there a frequency that you normally like to check in with people, uh, talk to them? Is it weekly? It's, it's condition-based. So, but usually it looks like, um, you know, people come in for a problem and we might have a series of appointments, uh, to teach them the practices we want to teach them and get them. There's a skill set, right? Like if I'm teaching you how to do a breathing practice for your anxiety, it might take you a few a few lessons to get good at it. Right. And then once that happens, it usually starts to space out. Um, you know, we're mostly private pay. We, we are in hospitals and other places, but as, as private pay practitioners, you know, we try to, I train my students and I do this too. I try to be really efficient. So I don't want to waste anybody's time. So a lot of times, you know, they'll see me three times. I'll say, okay, next month I'll see you. And if that's going well, I'll see you in two months like that. Um, and then you have people with, you know, more intense conditions that require a little more, you know, time, but we do the best we can. And then you also find yoga therapists, like, you know, the BA hired 500 yoga therapists, they're mostly doing uh, PTSD work with vets. So you'll find them teaching groups. So you'll see yoga therapists and in, like institutions in that way. So when you started, there were like three yoga therapists and now there's how many? Well, yeah, there were three teachers, you know, I don't know, they, people were scattered doing this and that. And now there's um, like our school is part of a, the IAYT, which is an international organization that accredits schools and colleges. And um, there are 4,000 people accredited in that program um, on earth. Nice. <laughs> so not that many, you know, it's, no. still, it's still small, but, you know, probably in school is another 4,000 now. So, you know, it's kind of doubling rapidly. That's how I see it. Yeah, it's um, such so a you, can, you can find yoga therapists if you look. 
such a positive thing. I know that uh, um, the positive impact that yoga has and how passionate people get into it. It's for people that have done like a teacher training, which I imagine is, is fairly common. This is so common. <laughs> and the, so you do that and you say, this is great. I love it. But now I'm interested in, in, in advancing for lack of a better term and looking at yoga therapy. What does the program look like? Yeah. So that's, those are our students. So you take a teacher training. We have one every, you know, we, ours is run by yoga therapists, but um, a lot of people get into yoga. They're like, I want to help people. And they teach yoga classes and they're super beneficial. And then of course your students come up to you and they're like, I have this and I have that. And you're not trained on any of that. Um, so in our school, um, these programs are in the 800 plus hours. So our, the fastest you could do our program is two and a half years. Um, there's about, I don't know how many schools there are now, maybe 60 schools accredited as yoga therapy schools. So yoga therapists, um, yoga teachers come in and they learn those skills. Uh, the way we set it up, it's very uh, modular. So people could come in, they take a seminar, they take our foundations course. They, lots of people spend five or six years doing the whole program just to you know, keep it easy on themselves. We were actually the first school that was online. I recorded an online yoga therapy course about 10 years ago. Because I said, oh my gosh, there's no online yoga therapy schools. This is crazy. Because <laughs> most yoga, not most yoga teachers, but so many are like, right, like moms with three kids. I'm like, how are they supposed to fly to Bali and learn yoga therapy for four weeks? I don't think that's going to happen. Seems impractical. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I did it that way. I followed my teacher around, but I was young and, you know, unencumbered. Right. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> nice. Okay, cool. Um, so I love it. I, we'll have to have you back on to, to, to sort of dig into this more, but this was a, this was a great initial conversation and a great, um, introduction to yoga therapy. I did not, I did not realize that, 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 that it was a thing. So Brett, I appreciate you coming on. Where, where, where can people learn more about you? How can they, how can sure. they engage? Well, our website is breathingdeeply.com. The one thing I'd like to pitch why I'm here is that we have a practicum, which is all of our advanced students helping people and it's free. So um, if you need help and um, we're especially suited because uh, that's mostly online because, you know, people are all over the country, but if you have a chronic condition that you can't solve or a mental health condition that you've been working with for years, that's a great place um, to come. So if you go to breathingdeeply.com um, and follow the links, to our practicum, uh, you can get help there. So we're happy to help you. And uh, we work with, uh, we probably bring in five or 10 new people a week, like every single week. So um, we're happy to work with you. Awesome. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Brent your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to breathingdeeply.com. And check out the great resources, take advantage of the program that he just mentioned. And if this sounds of interest to you, um, explore uh, explore pursuing it further. Thanks again, Brent. Great. Thanks so much, George. Appreciate it. And until next time, keep fighting the good fights. We are all in this together.